Hello and welcome to the Crochet Business School podcast. I'm Kelly Thomas, the Crochet Profit Queen, and I'm going to show you how you can make a living from your crochet while avoiding the burnout and being able to make what you want and when you want. Have you signed up to the Crochet Business School newsletter yet? Don't forget to do that now at crochetbusinessschool.com forward slash subscribe and get tips and free resources straight to your inbox. Protecting your crochet photos. So the fact of the matter is, is that once you post a photo on the internet, it's really easy for people to either download it or save it somewhere else, anywhere, anytime. It is silly easy. Now, this isn't about people stealing from you. It's not always about people scamming you. These things can happen. You know, people can take your photos and try to use them and pass them off as their own. But mostly this is about people who like what they see and save your photo to their social media, to their Pinterest, to wherever, so that they can look back on it later and maybe come and... Uh, buy from you. This happens uh, for photos on blogs. It happens for photos on product listings. It happens for photos on Pinterest. Anywhere you post photos on social media, they can be saved elsewhere. And what you need to do is to make sure that they can be traced back to you. You always want your photo to be able to be traced back to you no matter where it's saved. Now, this makes sense if you look in Facebook groups, because um, especially in crochet groups, people will save the photo of the pattern they like the look of, but they forget to save the name of the designer. And then they look back months later when they're ready to make it and go, oh, I don't remember who made that. And they've saved a photo that didn't have a logo or a watermark on it. So to make sure that you can get the sale later, to make sure that people trace that photo back to you, you need to make sure that every photo you put out there either has your logo or your watermark on it. And you need to put it in a place where it can't be cropped out. You can always tell when images have been deliberately cropped to um, hide who has originally designed, originally took that photo because you'll end up with part of the design cut off. So that's when it's been done deliberately. But for the, for the most part, people will download and save your photos because they want to look back on it later and they want to come back and make a purchase from you later. But they always forget to make a note of who the photo was by. So you need to make sure your logo and watermark is on there every time. I do this on all my photos. Anything that I post on social media, on my website, on my product listings, I always put my logo on it. And I always try to put my logo in a place that can't be cropped out. Without fail. Right now, this is biting me in the rear end big time because I'm rebranding my pattern business and I have hundreds of photos with my old logo on and I have to go back and redo every single one of them. So... 
always make sure you have a name and logo that you're going to carry on for a long time because this can take a very, very long time and it really is time consuming. But it does mean that any photos that are saved of mine will be traced back to me. But how do you do that? Thankfully, it's really easy. And to do this, I use Canva. So in Canva, I mean, I have the pro version, but you can do this for a large part on uh, the free version as well. So on the pro version, you can load up your logo and then do a background removal so that you've got a clear background, which makes it really easy to then add it into images. And you can save that in your brand kit. So Canva allows you, if you have the pro version, to create a brand kit where you can save all your logos. That's every version you have. So I have several versions. I have the version where I've got uh, my purple writing and I've got a version with white writing because you never know if you're on a dark or light background. So I have both. But if you have the free version, you can still do this. You just need your logo designer to give you the clear background version of your logo, which they should do. Um, and then you can save that as an image in Canva. And then you can just go back to the files and use it every time. So this is a bit easier to do if you've got the pro version, but you can do it in the free version. It's just not quite as simple, but it's, it's still not that big of a faff. But in Canva, it's really easy. You load up the photo that you want to add your logo to. You make sure it's the size that you want. You do any editing you want to do with it. And then you can just go on to your other images. If you're the free version, pro version, you go into your brand kit and you click on your logo and it will add it as a layer. And then you can resize it, move it around to wherever you need it on the, on the photo and then download it. And it's as simple as that. It takes seconds to do. And then of course that image is then saved in Canva for you to use wherever you need to after that. I would always make sure you keep things organized in Canva because once you start getting lots of photos, which the more designs and the more um, products you have in your crochet business, you've got to collect photos like no tomorrow. So make sure you keep things organized. And that's the other great thing about having the pro version is you get folders. You get pretty much unlimited folders so that you can keep everything organized and filed away so that you can find everything nice and easy. In the free version, I believe you get a limited number of folders. So it's a bit, a bit more difficult, but you can still keep things fairly well organized on the free version as well. Why am I talking so much about Canva? It's because it's one of my number one tools. I think I pretty much lose mostly the tools that I use for my business before Canva because I use it for everything. All of my photos get run through Canva. All of my pattern PDFs are designed in Canva. Um, I make all my social media banners, my um, Etsy banners, my YouTube thumbnails. They're all made in Canva. It is my number one tool. And for my patterns, I use a lot of photos because my patterns are geared towards um, more beginner crocheters. So I use a lot of photos to demonstrate what I'm trying to explain in the pattern in the patterns. So I have literally thousands of photos within Canva. 
And to be honest, it's worth his weight in gold. So if you are looking for somewhere to do all of this and more, then you definitely should be checking out Canva. It's really easy to use. You can use it on your PC. You can use it on an app on your phone. It's really easy to use on the go and it's uh, drag and drop. It takes a while to explore all the features because there's tons in there, but it is an absolute lifesaver when it comes to making sure that you're protecting your photos and getting your logos and watermarks on there. So if you haven't checked out Canva yet, I'm going to put my link in the show notes because out of all the tools I use, Canva is my number one. Now, my podcast artwork was made in Canva and I did that myself. I didn't get that professionally done. I created it for myself and that's the thing it allows you to do is create amazing graphics that allow you to brand your business and keep that branding consistent. So you need to protect your photos so they can always be traced back to you. Thankfully, really, really easy to do, but definitely do it on every single one because there's no telling where your photos will end up getting saved. There's no telling when someone will save your photo, come back to it later and go, I really wish I could remember where that photo came from. And of course, if it's got your logo watermark on it, they can trace it back to you really easily. Which is the other thing is make sure your name's actually written on it. If you have a logo that's just a picture, but doesn't actually have your shop name, again, you're leaving yourself open to trouble because that can't be traced. If it can't be typed into Google, people are going to have trouble tracking it back. So my new logo is a frog, Frogty Frog. And I don't just put my frog on um, on the pictures. I make sure it says Frogty Frog as well, because it's just not traceable otherwise. So make sure you do that. You always, always want your photos to be able to trace back to you. So I hope that's given you something to think about. And any questions, please do come to the Facebook group and ask away. It's there for you to use and get any questions answered about your crochet business that you need. So thank you for listening. And I shall see you next time for the next episode. Bye for now.